Hi, and welcome to the Silverline Podcast, an audio version pulled from the video stream we do a couple of times a week. My name is Roland Mann, and I'm the head honcho at Silverline, where we have a great time making fun comics that we think you'll enjoy. Tonight's episode is titled Juggling Comics, Work, Family, Life. It originally aired on September 13th, 2020. Tonight, we are talking about juggling work and, and play and family and life uh, and comics. Um, you know, most of us, I don't think there's anybody here that does uh, comics uh, full-time as your uh, career for your life. Um, we all have other things that we do. I'm a teacher. Most people know that. I teach at the university. Um, you know, we've already mentioned Tommy is a, a, a partner in Kablam. They print stuff. Um, you know, so we've all got things that we have to do in order to pay the bills. And these comics tend to be a love for, for most of us. I mean, that's kind of why we do them. Right. Um, so how do you balance that? How, how do you, how do you, how do you keep that balance so that you keep your family happy and, uh, you, you keep yourself happy. You, you, you keep your projects happy. How do you, who wants to chime in first? Somebody jump in. I guess I'll start. Start, John. Um, it's difficult. It's definitely uh, <laughs> definitely uh, something that's um, trial and error. You know, working a full time job, security wise, <clears throat> as a security guard at a postal facility, and uh, then turning around and uh, trying to uh, make things happen on a on a dream. You know, or, or more like a goal, really. But trying to, you know, make it work out, yeah. and uh, trying to keep, you know, time with family and all that stuff is definitely a chore. Sometimes, I will say, sometimes there's days where it's just like, all right, I'm taking the day off. I just can't do it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. And it's just I just got to take the break because you know after eight hour day, hour and thirty minutes worth of driving. <clears throat> that's quite that's a round trip. No, that's round trip. Okay. About 45 minutes there, 45 minutes oh, Okay, back. gotcha. Still, hour and a half. Yeah. Um, or something like that. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's uh, just one of those things where you got to you gotta find the happy medium. Uh, I think one of the ways I keep from going crazy is to every, every blue moon <laughs> kick up and just say, all right, I'm going to smash some things on God of War. Or, uh, or draw something that I just want to draw for myself. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I don't. Uh, I don't know how you have another job, and and uh, and do comics because it takes up comics takes up so much time. That having to juggle another job as well. I've I've, I've tried to find part time work. I mean, you know, Mark is not great trying to find work at the moment, so yeah, yeah I've had that. I guess benefit. I just didn't draw all day, but I don't know if I had a, if I got a job, how I squeeze in the the, the time to. I I don't think you can have a full time job. And do comics. I think you just you'd break yourself 
trying to do both. I've, I've had a full-time job I, I, when I was working in the city doing finance and you'd get home at seven o'clock, eight o'clock in the evening. And you're like, well, the thought of then sitting down even for an hour to, to draw something, you just, you're exhausted. Um, so full credit to anyone that, that does do it. I, I used to, uh, used to do that. I worked in yeah. a studio in uh, Portland full time, uh, being an in-house artist. So I draw all day and I'd come home, but I, I at least try to do an hour. Actually, mm. I made a children's book and two of my comic books by working there. I worked there for six years to so put that in a context. So one yeah, kid's book, yeah. two comics. So it was, I mean, it was very slow, yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's doable, but it's not something you'd want to do. I mean, it's, it's like, in other words, it's like, you know, you want to be able to get your stuff done because that's why when you look at certain projects, like, oh, this is a great story. This story is going to take me forever if I'm working full time. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. And I think for me, that's one of the things I look at is that, wow, you know, when you do have to work full time, you know, as I do, some of these things you're like, man, this is going to take a long time to do. You know, it's like, because I can't spend, um, you know, all the hours during the week. Now, I will say this. I, I, try, I do my very best to utilize the weekends as well. Um, and, and I don't get the amount of sleep that I should get. I think that's, for me, that's what, that's what gets sacrificed for me is, is uh, sleep. Mm, yeah. Yeah, I ended up uh, working. I, I work freelancer projects come in, but then I have uh, some family members who have actually become my patrons in a way. Yeah. Uh, so allowing me to work on this uh, full time between uh, freelance projects that come in. So have have it. Yeah. So and I pretty much I treat it like a, a full time job. So but of course, you just pretty much save up all the money between the freelance jobs to live in between while doing all this work. So you don't live on much. But then again, I enjoy what I do so much. It doesn't really bother me. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm lucky enough that my security job, I can draw at my security job. Oh, that's oh, that's nice. Yeah. Yeah. And I, they, they, I can't do as much during the summertime because it is a warehouse and nobody wants to sweat all over the pages. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but, uh, heck, for, for before I started working the security job, when I was working the, as a uh, Working the club scene as a bouncer and whatnot, I'd work ten to twelve hours that job and still do another eight hours at the drawing table at night. Yeah, and yeah. still try to get some time in with the family. Mm. So it's obvious I didn't get much sleep. That was yeah. early, early on. We're talking five. Years. Yeah. yeah. It's all right. So, I mean, it's cool that you can draw at your job now that they yeah. allow that. It's nice because they could be like, no, but the fact that they like, no, no, go for it, you know. Um, oh, I have postal supervisors come up and they're like, they they just coming up to see what I'm working on today. <laughs> That's nice. <laughs> yeah, and this is, now this is traditionally too, right? This is like ink and brushes. Yep. Yeah. Or a Tombow brush because I can get some pretty, pretty good lines out of it. Yeah, 
Yeah, I, I find uh, that's how, how I ended up kind of becoming a, a, a bit of a night owl was that, you know, I would work my, my full-time job and then mm -hmm. I'd come home and I'd spend time with the family. And then, you know, I'd usher the family off into bed and then I would have another you know, four hours that I could work at night. Uh, what bothered me is my kids got older, uh, they began to stay up later and uh, – my wife, who was generally going to bed at 10 o'clock, she started staying up later. And so I'm like, y'all need to go to bed. <laughs> yeah. I, I need to get work done. Y'all stop staying up so late. Go to bed, you know. Um, and so the later they stayed up, the more they would cut into, you know, kind of my time because it was family time. Um, yeah. Yeah, I'm the same way. Usually I, uh, I work very late at night because uh, it's quiet and stuff, which sometimes is not always conducive to like, you want to hang our friends. Like what time do you want to get together? Like we can get together on 10 or 11. I'm like, how about like noon or one? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Cause you, you sound lazy, but it's like, I was working all night. And so I can't, you know, and yeah. I'm like noon or one. And I'm like, I know, but it's, it's better. Cause during the day, you always, there's always stuff coming up and, and doing stuff. So it's always easier for me to work at night when it's quiet. So, I will say that it's a lot easier to do when you have a support system. Yes. Yes. I can consider myself incredibly lucky for that. Yeah, me too. Yeah. In my situation right now. Yeah, I, you know, and, and and I don't know, I don't know most of your situations. Uh, I know some of them, but I just know I, I have, uh, like John, I, I have an incredibly you know good support system. I don't know how tough it would be if. Um, I didn't have that, you know. If I'm trying to do this this thing that I, I love, and I'm constantly by the the other things that I love, told stop that, don't do that, you know, whatever. Yeah. I think that'd be tough. Yeah, I'm I'm lucky. I have a, a support system. Like my my wife's super understanding because I not only have a day job, I run my own business where I'm the sole employee. Yeah, and and, and I'm trying to work on a comic book project at the same time. So it's like, you know, it just, it's, it's, I'm very fortunate, but it's, I try and squeeze and work whenever I can. And thank goodness for, you know, iPads and stuff like that. Like I can ink <laughs> in my bed, you know, we, we say goodnight and I can be inking in the bed at like 2 a.m., you know, yeah. where I couldn't really do that with a, with a you know, with a brush and a yeah. <laughs> actual ink. So, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But um, the digital yeah. stuff I love. I just love the fact that I can be like waiting to go to my day job in the parking lot and draw a little bit before I go into the day job and come back out and do some more on the coffee break. That's yeah. 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 You can't really, uh, you can't really draw uh, while you teach karate, can you? Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. Sleeping brush kick. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah. It's, it's funny. We talk about balance. It's like, um, it's like I think of balance as like a destination. Like you just you figure it all out and then you're there and you're just balanced. You you maintain that. But it's it's just this constant process of trying to balance your life, your work yeah. and all that. It, it, there's no destination, you know? Um, yeah. and uh it, it was it was kinda of funny. We I, I mentioned before one time I worked on a film project and I was I was working with that actress, um, Michelle Rodriguez and she's an interesting person and, and one of the things that she said about balance is it's like the, the heartbeat monitor at the hospital where it goes up and down, up and down, and you catch balance in between the two extremes. You know? uh, if you ever actually reach full balance, that's a flat line. 
Yeah, so it's kind of like, you know, you got to, if you view it that way, then it's not as frustrating when you're trying to figure this stuff out, but not easy. Yeah. No, it's not easy. Yeah. So, I mean, so you, not, do you, when you teach your school, do you only teach it on certain days or do you have classes every night? Um, it used to be five days, it used to be six days a week. Okay. With, with, with the full-time day job. And before that I had, when I first started, I had five, no, six part-time jobs and teaching. Um, so that was, when it was really rough, you know, wow. but, um, yeah, but these days with, with, uh, with the whole, ep you know, pandemic situation, I had a lot more time on my hands. So I, the comic book's moving along much better right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, do you work full time and and teach your school, or do you have like a part time job and then teach your school or run your school? I, I, yeah, I work. I work. I have have my uh, my full time job, and then I teach in mm. the evening. So usually, I, in the past, before this whole situation, I would get home at like eleven, ten okay. or eleven, and then maybe I could squeeze in like say hi bye to my wife and then maybe do like an hour of drawing before I passed out and then just start the whole process the, oh, wow. the next day. Yeah, it was rough. But uh but like Roland I've talked to Roland before, you know, I have been trying to take advantage of the current situation. So there's a lot I'm a lot more productive these days. Well, uh, always look for the blessings in the in the hardships, right? Yeah. Yeah. We're we're in the middle of a global uh pandemic, in the middle of a plague and and, uh, and and we're finding blessings there. I have more time to draw, right? <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. So, who else? Somebody else jump in. Mike uh Mike just sent us a message uh for everyone paying attention. He said that uh he was sorry he had to bail. Uh his stream yard was lagging too much for him. Everyone was cutting in and out and he felt uh, he looked like Max Hedrum. There's <laughs> 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 a, a bit of a dated reference there, Mike. Uh, but uh but yeah, so uh, sorry, sorry about that, Mike, and sorry you guys. Um, so who else? How do you, how do you juggle this right. stuff? I can chime in a little bit. Okay. So I was um, I was a full time production art director at a magazine company that decided ah print's not a big deal anymore. <laughs> so I've been trying to to put together a freelance graphic design position, you know, since then. And this whole pandemic has made it yeah. very confusing and difficult. Yeah. So, oh, go ahead, sorry. Yeah, so what I'm trying to do right now is, um, is I'm trying to restart my creative side, which I think takes a big hit when you're stressed out and everything's scary yeah. mm -hmm. or, you know and uh i have a lot of a lot of distractions at home but i think i'm managing to find late at night seems to work yeah until my eyes give out i am good <laughs> <laughs> but it's so peaceful it just resets me you know to do this work it's been really great so like everything else has you know some sort of anxiety to it on, on some level. Yeah. 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 So. Yeah. Uh, Cassisi said that's some really good advice from Michelle Rodriguez, Curtis. 
Yeah, it's, it's, you know, you, you know, you're talking about somebody who, at least when I knew her, lived her life in very far extremes, you know. Uh-huh. So, you know, you kind of, you know, but I always approach everything from that Zen martial arts background. So when you have somebody with that kind of high octane lifestyle, you know, they have their own their own set of wisdom, you know. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. You can yeah. And graphic design, so I mean, when I look, for some odd reason, I, I guess I never clicked or never, I do motion graphics, basically animated graphic design. But straight up graphic design, especially on my area, there's so many of them. This competition is so fierce in that field. Yeah. Um, it just, and I always heard like that, you just kind of find that one company keeps coming back to you. And I have one company keeps coming back to me. And that's, like, it's funny because I've talked to many people who are freelance. Like, would well, you get various jobs? It's like, no, we have one that's like my go-to that always comes to me. And then you get yeah. little side ones on the side. And that's usually how that mm-hmm. always works out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, a friend of mine, uh, Curtis, you probably remember him too, uh, Charles Marshall. He used to do a lot of um, uh, comic book writing in the 90s. Uh, Charles uh, worked for an advertising agency in uh, Memphis. Uh, you, you might know him, uh, John. Um, he worked for an advertising agency in Memphis, and uh, his biggest client was FedEx. Well, he left his agency, and FedEx followed him. And so he's like, I only need FedEx for him, yeah. right? He's like, I only need FedEx to make a successful business as, a, as, a, as my own thing. Now, it was, just, it was just one of many accounts at this other agency. Uh, but FedEx, and this goes back many, many years, uh, FedEx essentially built his uh, you know, built his company. What was yeah. that name? Uh, Charles Marshall. Yeah, he wrote Mortal Kombat and some other books. Yes, yeah, yes, he did. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, X Mutants, uh, the Genesis stuff. Yes, he did. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, John, uh, I know Jim and Dean and Mitch have probably all done some some work for him at, at some point in time. For that, for the, the, the I don't know. Oh, and probably uh, uh, shoot, uh, uh, guy who does Jade. Oh, another Memphis guy. I can't think of his name right now. Um. Anyway, yeah. So, um, so yeah, yeah. It's a tough time. I mean, uh, for for you know those of you who do graphic design, I think. Um, you know, we're in a time now when everybody's got a computer and, and you know, freeware. And everybody thinks of themselves as a computer designer because they have the software. <laughs> a graphic designer. Like, oh, I, I've got Photoshop. I can do it. I can design that for you. <laughs> or, yeah, yeah, I, 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 yeah, I can do that for you. I know somebody. <laughs> one of the worst insults I heard somebody say to somebody that um, that I know, they, they, they had they were looking at, they were trying to get some stuff printed and I guess it didn't come out right. And they were complaining to the printer and the printer said, well, you know, what's the big deal? The guy said, well, I'm a graphic designer. And the person said, sir, you know, just because you know how to use the Google image search doesn't make you a graphic designer. <laughs> <laughs> or vector conversion. <laughs> you know, we, we hear that all the time at Kablam. People oh, trying to, yeah. We're trying to help them out, figure out how to get their stuff printed right, and say, we know how to do this. And I'm like, well, obviously you don't, because look what <laughs> yeah. you, you sent us. <laughs> it's not working. No, it's not working. Let me, let, me, let me help you out. And then all of a sudden, they'll change the way that they're doing it. And, and then they'll go, oh, yeah, the way that you're saying to do it's better. And I'm like, yeah. That's what I said two weeks ago. <laughs> what was it? I used to work in, I used to work in automotive as a uh, 
everything from a mechanic to all the way up to running a shop. And I remember I was working in this one shop and this guy came in and we were trying to tell him, you know, what was going on and whatever. He goes, I'm an engineer. I can take care of that. I said, and he was getting a really bad attitude and whatnot. I said, sir, I need you to understand something. I said, technicians fix what the engineers screw up. <laughs> How did he respond to that? He didn't. He didn't. I stunned him. I was just kind of like his wife behind him was laughing. <laughs> uh, uh, well, Tommy, what about you, man? How, how do you juggle all this stuff? How do you, how do you keep your day happy and keep your business partner happy? And still do all the inks that you're doing. I've, I've learned how to, to, to work in the, the living room. I, you know, when I first started, you know, 30 some odd years ago, you know, I had a little, you know, I set up a little, you know, your, your drafting table in your, your spare bedroom or whatever and did all the stuff in there. And eventually I moved into a studio. But, you know, the stuff I do at the house, um, I learned really quick not to. Now this just works for me. I'm just not saying it works for everybody. Even even with the inks, with all of the, uh, you know, all of the, the brushes and the quills and all the the you know the actual ink and all that kind of stuff. I learned how to do it just sitting in front of the TV, watching TV with my wife. I can I can watch TV and do comic book stuff. Now art stuff. Now I can't write or anything like that in front of yeah. the TV. But I've I've learned that uh, working at home in front of the tv then i can get you know as as long as i'm sitting there with my wife then she doesn't mind if i'm doing something i'm i'm a i'm the type type of guy that's that's always doing something anyway so if it's drawing or coding or you know fiddling with something i'm i, I have to always keep doing stuff so bike ride you know, I, but well yeah she doesn't do that with me but yeah, yeah. <laughs> But she, uh, yeah, no, I, I've learned to do all this stuff in front of, for, for years now. I just sit in front of the TV, and and now that I have an iPad Pro, you know, the iPad, I'm, I'm doing this even easier now. But, you know, I had all the stuff. My wife was just like, just don't spill ink on the sofa. And, <laughs> and you know, and I did a few times, you know, I made a mess a couple of times. But, uh, you know, I, I, I pretty much just do it where she's around and spend time with her. And so it makes it so it's, uh, you know, if, if, if she asks me a question, I'm listening, I can watch TV, I'm watching the shows, I'm paying attention, I'm I'm there. So that's how I do it, I'm just there. So even if I'm still, you know, you know, back in the day I was doing three or four pages a day at, you know, a couple of pages at the office. And when I got home, I'd still do a couple of pages and I was doing all that background work for, uh, Jimmy Pomiati and all that kind of stuff, yep. and, and you know, I just sit in front of the TV and just yeah. just go at it. Yeah, so it's funny because I always find it funny people text me or call. What are you doing? What I'm always doing, working. That this time of night, yeah. Like I, that's what I'm like. It's like a constant thing. It's like if well, you would be surprised if you find me doing something now. Usually, I'm always having like watching TV, okay, but so, there's so, stuff that I'm working on. So here's a question I have for you, though. We, we do have a couple of uh, comments on, uh, on on Facebook. But I, I got a question for you because because of what you said. You said, okay, I'm working. Okay. Yeah. So um, 
So I don't know if it's just semantics, me being the, the, the word guy, if this is just a semantics thing or, or, or what. But you guys roll with me here for a second. Okay, so I go – I teach during the day. That's my job. I work at yeah. that, right? Um, when I come home, right, or in, we've been in the plague, so when I – like not, you know, not teaching – when you turn off the stream service, yeah. When I well, when I shut when I shut off the email to them, right? Um, I quote unquote go to work again. Yeah, but yeah. I don't. I don't. It's not like I'm like, oh, I got to go to work. I got to do this. like when I got to mow the yard. I'm like, oh, I got to mow the yard. Yeah, <laughs> you know. But but you look but, forward to this work. Yes. Well, I, so mm. so this is this is this is something this is I fun. very much. Yes, it's fun. Yeah. I very much enjoy this. And, and so, yeah. yes, I call it work, but is it kind of the same thing or, and, and I'm not, and I'm not, I'm not tossing barbs at you, Aaron, cause I agree with no, you. No, no, no. It's like, I tell I my family, Hey, I gotta go, I gotta go work on the Kickstarter. Right. Yeah. Sometimes but I enjoy the me, heck out of it. Yeah. Sometimes to me, it can be work. I mean, there's many yeah. a times where I'm just like, I'm not feeling it. Um, I don't really want to do it, but I know just to keep doing it. And I, I make personal quotas, like certain things I want to get done today. Like I have a schedule of how I want to do stuff. But yeah, it's definitely fun. It's definitely something I want to do. But there's many times where, yeah, it feels like I love to sit down and just like, you know, watch a movie, play the video, yeah. any video game that's been stacking up at it on my, on my shelves. I'm like, hey, look all this cool stuff I can do. And then, you know. <laughs> but I, but that's my own personal discipline. It's like, no, got to get this stuff done or whatever. And I still enjoy it. But oh yeah, I mean, I understand what you're saying. I mean, yeah. it's the same way people ask me uh, when I worked at the art studio. I was like, the art, you know, well, you get to do what you love, and I'm like, yeah, but that was work because even though I was using my art talent to make stuff, it, it wasn't my stuff. Right, it was other people's stuff, and so that sometimes can translate uh, directly to work. I had a lot of fun at that studio doing a lot of stuff. Uh, but you know, when I'm doing videos on hmm. hardware emulation, <laughs> I mean, I'm trying to figure out what he's talking about. That's yeah. work. So yeah. yeah. Well, I I want to say I I want to address a couple of the comments because I had it pulled up where I could see it too. Um, uh, like Eric comment, um, it's I, I'm well, you, well, really bad with. You can't just say him. You got to read it out. Oh. Full time. That's why, that's why I usually do it, dude. I'm used to the I'm used to the other people where they can just pop it up. My bad. Um, Full time job, single parent. Lucky he's 16. Comic book company, uh, band. Time management is my worst enemy. I'm not the best at it. Well, you know, Roland, I'm still learning the time management side yeah. of this gig. Yeah, it's tough. It is a tough thing. It is tough. Yeah. Yeah, and and, and as creative people. Um, I, I think it's even harder for I think it's even harder for people who have the creative gene, right? Uh, those, those math people probably a whole lot easier for them. Uh, but, but the people who have a tendency to be creative, um, that that's a little tougher, I think. And I and I'm not just saying oh, just the artist, just the writer, whatever. I think we're kind musicians. of ADHD with it because yeah, there's so much stuff going know. on in our heads. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I think time management is very, very tough, but I also think it's one of the things that, 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 that we as creators trying to get something done have to consciously, uh, uh, attack, right? It's like, okay, I know that, I know that this is a, a time management is a thing for me. So I have to make sure 
I go do this, right? Well, uh, you, you got to know how much you can get done, you yeah. know, and not overpromise and all that mm -hmm. kind of stuff. You know, it, it, being that you you have a uh, and I and I have a full time job too, doing yeah. glam, even though it's comic book, you know, or printing comics and stuff. But uh, you know, like with Roland working on this project, working on the project with Pete, and I guess we'll be doing with the the demon thing later on. You know, yeah. I, I you know I just Roland and I talked about what I could get done, what I you know mm -hmm. how much time I had, you know. So it's like you you just don't, don't overpromise. That's the, right. the one thing. Know how much you can get done and. You know, I can say that because I've been doing it for 30 years, so I, I know I can machine, get a bunch Tommy. done. Yeah, but, you know, you, you get that way after a while where you just start jamming yeah. and jamming and jamming. And, and you know, if I need to stay up to 3 o'clock to get a page done, then I don't like to. You know, now that i <laughs> yeah. got to go, i got to be at work at the Kablam office at, uh, you know, 9 o'clock tomorrow. Yeah, but uh, you know, if I need to get it done, I can, I, you know, I said I would get it done. You yeah. should try to get it done. Mm. So it's just knowing how much you can get done. I guess is what I'm trying to say. Don't yeah. you know, just don't overpromise. Let the person know, whoever it is that you're doing the work for, you know what you can do, and if, and and try to do it. If you don't know your limitations, work to learn them. Yeah, yeah. and you get faster as you go. Yeah, I mean, you know, not every page that I ink is 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 fabulous. I mean, you, I've been posting them to you guys on the back end there. You see, some of them, some of them are right, but most of them are good themselves. <laughs> Yeah, you well, get, you know, and Tommy even sent better. me a message. He goes, "Hey, man, I posted that page. You think I should redo the faces there?" And I'm like, "I'm like, dude, Tommy, no, keep moving, no. dude." Well, that's no. how dude, you're, you and my thing is like, just move on. Well, it's always that same thing. Move on. Just, 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 go, do, get on to the next page. Just yeah. go, 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 go. But it's every now and again you go, "Huh? I should redo that one." And and Roland's like, no, go to the next page. All right, I'm going to the next page. Well, well I learned when you some get of my limitations early of last year because Roland remembers where I was like, I overdid it. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> I was still, I, you know, I was thought I could do pretty quick and put a whole lot of stuff on, and I overdid it. Yeah, what this a learning process of I mean, you're still yeah. in, in, in reality, you know, uh, you're still. I know that your your age demographic is a little higher than some of the QBs that we were working with, right? But uh, you're you're still very early on in your comic career, so um, yeah. you're still very much learning what those limitations for you are. Well, and I, I think too, isn't it also like the the type of book, the style, all that? It's like I was I was listening to um, Jim Lee talking about when he was redesigning the characters for the New Fifty Two, and he was like. You know, I think Batman should have treads on the bottom of his shoes like boots. I think it would look awesome. I don't know why anybody hasn't done it. And then later on, he says, yeah, after I had yeah. to regrow the treads on those boots, no. all that time, he goes, I really regretted deciding that, you know? So there's, you know, expectations, you know, the type of work that you're going to produce within that time frame too, right? Yeah. I think I wrote my limitations when I saw somebody read my books and how fast they read them. <laughs> yeah. And then I was just like, for all that extra effort, it kind of went to like, oh, great. I mean, you know, it's uh, well, not like somebody, you know, pointed out like that detail. They did, you know, the drawing is amazing. But yeah, after I do that, I'm like, okay, so that much effort got me the same as like lack. I mean, it's just like people yeah. just, they consume it so fast. Um, yes. So I think, I think yeah, limitations. Well, like, oh, go ahead. Are People are gonna continue to look at it again. It's not yeah. like okay, I'm done. 
and throw it away. You know, they read it and they're like, oh, that's awesome. And then they'll go back to it later. Yeah. Well, I mean, I know as a kid, I used to read them over and over and over again, the ones that I really like. Um, you know, uh, Tommy and I were talking uh, earlier. Um, and this goes back, you know, a couple of weeks. One of the things that uh, one of the things that, that I frequently notice for uh, younger artists is the tendency, and this is just one of these things uh, you, you kind of learn. It's the tendency to fill in all the spaces. All right, there's a dark space, and they just take their pencil and go and fill it all in with dark. Okay, because and and I, and I get it. You know, it looks good on the page, but you you could have saved yourself, you know, five minutes by just putting an X in there <laughs> right put the x in there let you know the inker fill it in or if i'm doing do a digital i'm just going to fill it with a paint bucket boom <laughs> yeah. yeah or what is yeah. that bws black with star the black with star yeah. or if, or if you work at malibu it's barry windsor smith yeah, yeah. <laughs> the first time i saw that i thought that was i was like why is it barry windsor smith <laughs> yeah. he's taking credit for everything <laughs> yeah yeah he does like he didn't even draw this. Yeah, but I think that's just you know that's one of those that's one of those things that you learn as as you you know once you get pages underneath your belt you're like why am I doing this I really don't need to, as a penciler I really don't need to black in all these things I can just put an X there and let let my inker do it that saves you all kinds of time. You know, but I think too it's it's like it's like how artists we get in our own heads, right? You yeah, know, yeah. And 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 so the page which is supposed to be done for the reader becomes the page done for us. It's yes. not even the page, not even the page done for the inker, not even the page done for the colorist, yeah. Not even the page done for the company. It's for you. Yeah. And so you you kind of get tunnel vision, right? Yeah. And you're putting yeah. in all this stuff, and you forget what it's in, what it's in service of. You know, um, that's that's a challenge, right? That's an ongoing yeah. challenge, I would think. Yeah. So, yeah. so Cassisi does have a good question here. Cassisi says, "Hearing all of your stories of sacrificing sleep and time is motivating. As I am going somewhere, going something similar. My question is, if you could do it all over again, would you say that it is wise to work that hard and sacrifice those things? Is there another approach you'd recommend, or would you say burning the midnight oil is what is necessary in this industry? Necessary." I, I, I like Wubba. Boom, necessary. That's right. You yeah. have to put in you the time. Yeah, you do. Yeah. Whether I mean, you really do, I, I think it's pretty unanimous here. Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, hopefully, it's at some point you you get picked up by somebody that's going to pay you. You know, well, back in the day, anyway, when 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 oh. I was breaking in, when you get paid a hundred bucks a page or whatever, and you can do several pages a day, but. Yeah. You know, when we're doing what? Yeah, well, when when we're doing this, (laughs) when we're doing it, this, you know, this type of thing where we're, you know, we're all just pitching in, getting it done, going to get paid at some point, that kind of thing. You know, you got to, you got to, you know, you got to have a full time job. So when drawing the comics is your job, you know, it's, uh, it's easier. But until then, yeah, you got to put the time in. You got to, yeah. And you get better, especially at the beginning. You definitely have to put the time in to get better. You just can't. Uh, you know, jump in and 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 be a rock star right at the beginning. You gotta you gotta get in there. I'm in a I'm in a group called uh, How to Draw Comics. I can't remember who owns that thing, but every day there's a new post. How do I get better? How do I do? How do I, how do, how do I get better doing this? How do I get just better? Pick up a pencil. Just do it. Start drawing. And yeah. 
every once in a while, I'll be like, I sound like a burnt out record on this group practice. All you get, uh, there is no special practice, formula. Practice. There is no magic. No. You've got to go sit at the table for freaking two to five hours or more a day and put the work in. You should like one time post like a like a pentagram or a spell. Okay, in order to summon the devil, you need a lot of It's like, wait, what? I wish it was that easy. That would be pretty good. I would, wouldn't I it, would have loved that. Yeah, that would have been great uh, if they were, you could have actually paid a witch to put a spell on you. Tell your soul, you know, draw like, you know. Like that blues, you'll be as talented as the blues guy in this in yeah. this industry. Yeah. It would have been a whole lot easier than you know all that time you put into uh, yeah night after night after night trying to. Well, break Tommy, in. you you probably knew, you probably remember you know me at this at that stage in my life is that you know um, I started trying to break in when I was in college, so I was still I was submitting to Marvel and DC. I was submitting to top tier independent publishers at the time. I was still in college. I was a junior and senior. About the time that's when I met um, that's when I met Stephen and Mitch, right? Stephen and Mitch, yep. And um, and after I graduated college, I took a forty hour a week job. I would work in retail. I worked forty hours. I would go home and I would I would I wasn't married at the time. I had three roommates, right? I would go home, I would grab a bite to eat, and I would work another six hours trying to make comics, writing and doing everything I could to break in. That was my that was my routine every single day. Yeah, you know, uh, and, and and so yeah, sleep was a sacrifice. Now, fortunately, uh, you know, I've been married to BJ go thirty years now, and fortunately, we were dating back then, and she was very supportive of it. Uh, we had to make sure that we had a you know we had a date night uh, once a week, but she didn't. She was in school, so she didn't require every single working. Uh, uh, every single waking minute from me, she was like, yeah, I know you need to go to this thing. Focus on that. I'm going to study. Um, you know, and, and it goes back to kind of what John was saying earlier, you know, he, a strong support system. And, you know, I, in and you guys don't have to, if you disagree, you don't have to, to let me know. We can let me know in my little dream world. Uh, I disagree. This, this is kind of what I, this is kind of the way I see Silverline as well. I see us as, as an extended family that we that we're here to support each other, you know. Um, I, I like one of the things that Curtis said, you know, uh, what rising tide lifts all boats. Um, yes, yeah, I love that. That's no, I, I I totally feel that way, and I think I think a big part about putting in the time is it's not like I think people get lost in the thing of pay your dues, right? It's like, well, yeah. I had a hard time, so you have to have a hard time. That's not what it is, right? No. You put in the time to find your voice, and that's 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 mm-hmm. how you do things, how you process and do things. It's kind of like. If you look at, if you're familiar with, like, it's kind of interesting, like the, the King Arthur legend, right? If you go back to, like, the, if I understand correctly, the very original text, there's, like, this one passage that's completely different. It completely uh, is lost nowadays. They don't talk about it, but it has everything to do with what we're talking about, which is when the Holy Grail appears, the knights, when they leave in search of the Holy Grail, they all go outside the castle and they walk into the forest. They don't go down a pathway or out the gate, and they all walk into different areas of the forest. And that's the idea that, like, they're forging their own path. If they right. go down a road, that's somebody else's path, right? And for anybody coming into prominence in anything, I can't tell you how you're going to do it. Roland can't tell you. None of us can tell you how you're going to do that. Because then you would be following our journey, our way right. of getting there, right? Yeah. So you have to put in that time to figure out what is that that path for you, you know? Yeah. And, and that's what it is. It's not just 
you know, I had a hard time, so you have to have a hard time. You know? <laughs> I know. It, 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 it sounds like that. It sounds like that, but yeah. that's not what you also got to build get good. Yeah, yeah, you got to yeah. get good. Somebody's good if you want to get paid to, to do this, you know, if that's where your goal is. Um, you you got to put in all that time just to, to start getting better at yeah. doing the job. Yeah. Very, very few people are, uh, very few creatives, whether you're a writer, you know, pencil or inker, whatever, colors. Very few people, their first dozen pages, their first 50 pages are really that good, you know? I mean, you've got to go. You've got to get the bad pages out of your system before you can get to the good pages. And the problem is, so many want to go right to the good pages. It's like, well, have you done your fifty pages yet? Well, no. You know, I've only like three pages. And I'm, I'm just using the, uh, examples. Like, well, okay. Well, when you once you get fifty, come back and talk to me. You know, mm-hmm. or pencil, right, or yeah. colored, or whatever. I will give one some advice on how to get better. I used to t- tutor uh, at the art institute. Uh, for like a semester to like fine art, basic drawing, uh, figure drawing stuff. And a lot of people do, again, practice or whatever. It was the one that I always did. And they always wanted to like, what's the trick? How, you know, what's the trick to get better? And I was like, I didn't have a trick. You just got to work at it. But there was one trick that I worked at that I do recommend to some artists is draw outside your comfort zone. Mm. In other words, I can't draw cars. Go draw cars. I yeah, can't draw heads. Yeah, go absolutely. draw heads. In other words, continuously draw the stuff you think you can't draw because once you start drawing that stuff, everything else becomes cake. So yeah, go draw all, all the stuff like you, you can't. Draw. Exactly. I didn't like because to draw you're backgrounds. Gonna, you're going to have to do it. Yeah. yeah. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. See, yeah, Michael so. says uh, he's guilty uh, for, for filling in all those spots. He says, I have to force myself to use the X for black spots. Um, and then he said, but you have to practice the right things because practicing bad habits only makes forgetting them later harder. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But that, I that's the reason why critiques and advice early in your journey is so important. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I agree. Well, you know, I, I think that uh, one of the, we're just the, the filling in the blacks and all that kind of stuff. I think that one of the, one of the, the pros for filling in the blacks, and, and you and I've talked about this, Roland, is do it if you need to. Do, now that we're doing this digitally, or you're sending the pages, you're just scanning the pencil or scanning them, sending them to the inker, and if he's inking them on blue line, you know, or he's printing them out himself, or doing it on an iPad, the penciler ends up keeping, you know, the pages. You know, back in the day, of course, we sent the pages out to everybody. Like I, I would get twenty four. Paid, you know, printed, mm-hmm. you know, drawn pages, and I would ink on the pages. But you know, so now the penciler, you know, if he needs to fill in those blacks, he can do that afterwards. You yeah. know, to make it look some more sellable. You know, because you know you may want yeah. to sell your pages later, and just do it afterwards. You don't have yeah. to to do it behind. Yeah. Yeah. We've talked well, about that a couple of times. Yeah, I'm I'm sitting here right now, and I'm filling in blacks because I'm trying <laughs> to figure. So I'm trying to figure out where the shadows fall because this is really. You know, I, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. That's, a, that's a that's a good thing to do too. You it helps with, to, the, with the eyes. Oh, I feel in blacks. Sure. And, and, and since I'm going to be inking you, you, Pete, you need to do that for me so I can know where the blacks are supposed to be. <laughs> yeah. Well, but, a lot, a but I think what well, I just think that 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 you know, Pete, the more the more you do them, the more pages you do, the more your eyes automatically going to know where those shadows are, yeah, and yeah, you won't yeah. need to do that. You know. Uh, <laughs> goes to something that um, I heard Bart Sears talk about that when you're starting out to fill in the blacks and then your eyes will train automatically to where it's going to go. Ah, yeah. Yeah. Well, that's that. I, I can mean, that, that. Yeah. 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 I can too. Yeah. And the funny thing in order for me to like, and I thought this was a cool aesthetic, 
but a lot of uh, the first part of my comic, a lot of it takes place in space. I didn't want to draw the stars. <laughs> yeah. So I used Hubble telescope photos, which are public yeah, domain. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. the public domain. So I just flipped them, put them on there, and it looked, of course, it was much cooler to me that I'm actually showing pictures of space. Right. And then I would just basically add a few random stars around just to kind of fill it out. And then I would basically take, you know, basically a paintbrush and kind of like do a gradient of like maybe a purple and blue for like, you know, dust or whatever. And that was it. And, you know, I, you contact NASA and they say, yeah, just give us a credit. You can use them. So in my comic, it says, you know, credit NASA Hubble telescope photos. Oh, that's cool. book, but yeah, but yeah, all of them public domain. And sometimes you can do that. You can just, you know, yeah, technology. That's why I started realizing because I've been making comics so traditionally that we think like, why? Well, I, I could do anything with this program. Maybe I should figure out to start cutting corners. How do I cut corners <laughs> with this? That's why I stopped yeah. inking my comic and this. I'm like, I'm going to just do pencils and not ink. Yeah, that's a corner cut. And so, and yeah, that's what I started doing. And it's, it's fed me up. Now, this is the only book I'm not, you know, I'm not inking this one for the look of it. But my next comics, I want to go back to inking my stuff or have other people ink if anybody else wants to ink my stuff. My personal stuff, no, but I'm excited if I do stuff for Silver and see. Somebody else ink my stuff. I don't have most people yes. ink my stuff, so it'd be exciting for me to see people work on my stuff. Yeah, yeah. I'd be so Cassisi says uh, that's where I am. He says he's got a plus. He's got another job and school. He says it's doable barely. I just wanted to know if uh, you learned of ways to jumpstart progress. But I take it to heart. Just push and keep working until you catch a break. Yeah, and that's yeah. pretty much it. And you know, the other thing is, Cassisi, you kind of you know do it. I know we're in the middle of the plague, so you can't really get out and about. Uh, but it's going to do what you're doing now. You know, it, it's it's network. Um, you know, I know you heard me say it in the in the class, um, but you know, people want to work with people they know, and and you know, so when when you've got something going on. Uh, you know, because you see you too, you know, you're going to want to say, oh, I know this person, they went, you know, or a classmate of mine or whatever. I like them. I like what they did. I want to work with them. Um, you know, that's how sure, I got most of my work. That's, yeah. That's, yeah, <laughs> exactly yeah, yeah. Through that way. yeah. Uh, make sure you're going to conventions. I know they're not always, um, I know they're not always convenient to go to. Uh, and I'm not saying you got to go to the, the great, you know, the San Diego Comic Cons, but I, I, you know, go to go to conventions where you know that you're going to meet independent comic creators and artists, and and introduce yourself, get to know them. If you've got because CC, I know you've got a book printed. I think I think you told me Kablam printed printed it. You know, take you uh, take you 20 copies of your book and just say, hey, you know, I'm I'm just you know I'm new to the industry. Here's a copy of my book. I hope you enjoy it, and and you know, uh, yeah. chit chat and. Uh, you just be friendly, and you're building your network, and that's really that's really what you know what it's all about. I mean, uh, heck, Webber, can I tell you? Do you mind if I tell your story? Go for it. <laughs> I mean, so so Webber was was I guess you were on pretty much from day one, weren't you? On the, when we started screaming, yeah, Webber, Webber was uh, uh, much like you because you see, uh, Webber was just you know always making comments on our streams. And uh, somehow, some I don't know if it was uh, Tommy or something, but somehow a ferret got mentioned. And Wubba's like, "Oh, I love the ferret," and you know, I, I did. So he he did a he did like three four pages of the ferret from the first issue, and I'm like, "Wow, this looks really good." <laughs> I'm like, "Hey, dude, you know?" Because I I knew he had been uh, I knew he'd been on our stream, so I'm like, "Hey, you know, 
why don't you do this? I can't remember the first thing what it was. I said, hey, what do you think about doing this? Long story short, that's how ultimately Wubba ended up, you know, penciling the, the next Cat and Mouse series. So, yeah. yeah it, it helps. I mean, being, I, that's the thing I've started, you know, besides working and making my comic, networking skills to the other half yeah. of the coin. Because that goes in the media, marketing, all that stuff's all tied yeah. up. That, and, and being a nice person. And of course, you know, like you said, giving your book out or whatever, chances are a lot of artists won't read it. They'll pass it aside, but give it out anyways because there might be that one guy that might be at home bored one night and be like, oh, yeah, it's that comic that guy gave. Maybe I'll check it out. You never know. Um, Listen, I, I, you know, it's not unusual, uh, as you might imagine. Um, and, and mostly, you know, I will say this mostly, you know, because of my editorial days, right? Yeah. It's not unusual. I come home from a convention with five or six comics. I usually stick them in my box with the stuff that I kind of empty out. I'll get in here, and that is what I will do at the either that night or the next day. I'll just sit down and I'll flip through the comics. Um, sometimes I read them, uh, but I but I flip through every single comic that I get and I look at it, you know. And if if um, I will often look for them on social media if we're not a lot of times we're already connected. Yeah. But if I'm like, oh, this, you know, this looks pretty interesting. Let me look for the person on social media. When I say that, I mean Facebook, right? Um, so that if we're not connected, we can, already, you know, we can can make that connection. But uh, but yeah, the the social networking uh, and Roberta can uh, can uh, chime in here, right? That's not always talking to people is not always the easiest thing to do, is it? It's not an easy thing to <laughs> make yourself, you know, just out of the blue. Oh, I haven't talked to you in. Like how many years? I don't know. Say hi. Right. <laughs> it's really hard to do, but I've had the best experience every time I've done that. Yeah. Yeah. You know, because I'm excited about the things they're working on, and I really remember how much I respected what they do, and it's just I don't know a lot of really positive things. Yeah. By the way, I probably forgot to make introductions when Tommy uh, Tommy burst into the room. Uh, <laughs> Tommy, you got, I don't think you've met most of the people here, have you? Tommy, uh, Pete is right above you on the list there. I did, Pete? We've talked. Oh, you have talked, yeah. Mr. Pete? Yep. Okay. A little bit. I mean, we yeah. chatted a lot. Yep. Yeah, well, I don't, I don't count, you know, text chatting and chatting. Oh, come on. It's Yeah. And, 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 and it's how the kids do it, Roland. Yeah. It's the kids. <laughs> come on. How old are yeah. you, Mr. Roland? <laughs> And, uh, and Tanya Roberta, uh, I don't know if you heard mm -hmm. at the beginning, she's uh, a former Malibu colors. She probably colored a bunch of pages that you inked. I, I was trying good. to think. In yeah. fact, I'm sure did I you did. color any of the, the Nightman stuff? Or, yes. Uh, yes. Okay. yes. Yes. And you probably, we probably have I'm worked sure together. Yep. If I can never get a chance to go look up some of those books, I still have some copies. I'm I've sure. got PDFs. Remind me to send them to you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I am who, who colored the thing that Pete certain. and I? Who colored uh, the thing Pete and I did? Roberta did. Oh, Roberta, that yeah. Yeah, that was beautiful. You like yeah. it? Yeah. Do you, can you can you show it? No, you don't know how to show anything. Yes, no, I can. I can. Ho ho. Oh, y'all keep y'all keep talking, and I'll figure it out. Though I know I can. Yeah, okay, there. Well, how y'all doing? Good to talk to y'all. What's going on? How's <laughs> <laughs> mom and them? How's well, the weather? Yeah, well, the, the weather is uh, a little smoky out here. It's just, pretty bad in California. Yeah. Okay. I shouldn't have brought that up. Let's see. No, yeah, I, <laughs> I will say uh, that I've been actually. We just have been rainstorms. 
where where like you know Woba came in through social media, and of course you know Roberta got you know it was like hey, I, there you go. You want to color again uh, over social media? Yeah, She's had this thing. I haven't really been able to get anything out of social media really for some reason. But when I meet people, I can actually get somewhere. I guess I'm yes. just old like that. Just old the same here. Guy. I have that. It's hard to get connection stuff on social media. But yeah. if I meet people at conventions and stuff, that's where my connections come from. That's I keep where going I'm... to social media just because something's better than nothing. But it's the yeah. conventions and the, and the uh, yeah. I go to meetups and other. That's where those connections come from. Well, I have to say for new people, it's probably better in person. But for at least it depends on what your comfort zone is. And I'm happy to talk to people I already know. Yeah. But I am very unhappy when I have to just like (laughs) chat. (laughs) That's the hardest thing for me. Uh, So is this the face you were talking about? Yes. That's that's great. What do you think, Pete? Is that. Does that well, look good? Yeah, I love it. I think it's cool. Yeah, it turned out great. Yeah, it's great. I can't wait awesome. for uh, to have people get that. better with the logo on it and everything. It yeah, it looks yeah. awesome. Yeah. Colors work yeah. nice. That's just where I, I'm lucky where I was able to actually know Mitch, Dean, and Jim. Because they made they made the introductions to, to me and you. Yeah. Right? This goes back to the networking, right? Uh, I, I dare mm-hmm. say, if you didn't know those guys, I'm not sure you and I would have uh, 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 you hooked up with a project. Probably, you know. Yeah. Um, and me and Roland are still trying to figure out when we first met. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a while, and, and even I'm trying to think like I don't know where did we meet, but but you know apparently I know him now. So yeah, not sure how that happened. <laughs> well, and, and you know, talking about um, you know, talking about networking, you know, yeah. e- even though the fire rush stuff for, for you, Aaron, is done, mm-hmm. you know, I, I think by you being on the stream, yes, and please don't let me put words in your mouth, but but this, I think this is something you said in one of the streams before is like, are you being on the stream here? You're like, you know, once I'm done with Godlings, I want to participate in something else again. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And I think and that is my plan. Yeah, and it is my plan to make that happen. And I mean, just networking here. I mean, meeting all these people. I mean, I'm networking right now. Yeah. I don't know about with, with Tommy. He he invaded. I'm going back to Wednesday. Bye, y'all. Bye, y'all. <laughs> but I think I think the thing with networking that that, that I'm interested. You never know who's the one that's going to help you out. Yeah. And you really got to cast a wide net and be cool with everybody because it'll be that one person that you weren't thinking of, you know, that ends up being the person that becomes the star talent or or rises up. It's like um, I started going back to Comic-Con trying to reacquaint myself with everybody, wanting to get my foot back in in the industry. And and, and to be frank, not naming names, but, you know, some of my old colleagues, you know, completely blew me off, Mm -hmm. you know. And um, but when I when I met Roland, it was just because Roland and I got along. We've known each other for, for quite a while. We went, we went to eat and, and had a great time. And I never even thought that a year, a couple of years later, that would be my end back into the industry. You know, I was just hanging out with somebody that's a good friend, you know? So, yeah. oh, but little did you yeah. know. No, I'm just yes, exactly, exactly. <laughs> no, exactly. I, I mean, that, that wasn't on, you know, that was, like you said, that wasn't on my mind either. It was just like, I hadn't yeah. seen you for a whole bunch of years and, and I got to I got to meet your wife who I'd never met before, and you know that yeah. was that was fun. It was it was good. Well, I think Aaron said it a while ago. It's it's being nice. You want to work yeah. with people that uh, that 
that are fun to to hang out with and yep. work with. I mean, it uh, it just it just makes it so much more pleasurable when you're working with somebody that you that you that mm-hmm. you care about and like. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I mean, everybody that does comics. <laughs> no, no, go ahead. Um, everybody that does comics more or less is doing it because they love it. Yeah. So when you can when you can exhibit that you have the character that you care about this stuff and you enjoy the same things that I enjoy, I'm going to be more likely to want to work with you. Right. Whereas if you're somebody that, like we talked about before, is just trying to be in conflicts to get a movie deal or is just kind of a fair weather uh, friend and you think that yeah. they're not going to be somebody that you're going to entrust your inks or your pencils or right. anything with, you know? Yeah. 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 And, yeah. I, you know, this is why, you know, Tommy and I can, you know, we go back 30 years. Well, I can't do that kind of math, but we go back <laughs> more than, more. yeah, 30 years, you know. I have a calculator um, here. <laughs> uh, you know, actually more than 30 years but um, what you doesn't yep, think about it back is in, back at USM yeah back in the late 80s so you know the, the thing about it is uh, and, and I'm going to assume it's reciprocal because he's here right I enjoy I enjoy Tommy I enjoy hanging out with Tommy I enjoy you know, uh, 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 talking I got some money going to comics. I, <laughs> I, I enjoy you know I enjoy making comics with Tommy because he's fun I love his attitude about comics. I love his attitude about making comics. And he is fun to, you know, I'm going to use that word, work with, right? So I appreciate that. Same with you, man. It's uh, fun stuff. It is. The comics are supposed to be fun. Supposed to be. I like looking at Tommy (laughs) Gaines when he throws them up, and I'm just like, crap, I'm so far behind. (laughs) (laughs) You know, but John, you know, he's got a year or two on you, you know. Oh, I know. I know. I know. (laughs) <laughs> Doing that for a couple of couple of couple of days now. Yeah. Uh, can, can I just point something out? Yeah. Uh, you know, I was just thinking this week about when we do these live streams and stuff like that. This is the same feeling that I used to have when I would hang out at at the comic company, or we would be like in the art room or in the bullpen. You know, this is that kind of experience of everybody working on stuff. You know, mm-hmm. and. and balancing each other out and it's just it's really it's a cool part of the creative process you know? yes yeah. you know? yeah uh, definitely <laughs> an energy that goes with being in an art studio or in this place to feel the energy and it's important because after you get out, I feel like oh, i want to go draw stuff i want to go do stuff i mean it gets that mm-hmm. energy out. and i think it's important for artists to talk to each other because if we didn't force them they would never talk to each other tommy are you inking yeah you, you want to put it up on the screen a little bit I just uh, noticed it's, a... we don't have. I mean, I I waited till almost ten thirty. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, <laughs> I'm almost Oops. done with my Tommy page. Fast. Tommy and Daniel have a page finished in thirty minutes. <laughs> it depends. No, on the page. I'm finishing up this list. Let me. I'll I'll get it up uh, there in a second. Okay. Yeah. Just uh, I'll see it pop up on the on the bottom here, and I'll just I'll, I'll put you up there. So. Um, all right, so uh, oh, let me uh, peek at the. Uh, I got another couple of questions. Let me peek the uh, chats here. Cassisi uh, said that's a great idea. I like that. Um, I'm not sure which one that that was about. Oh, going to conventions, I think. Uh, Eric Dawson said Eric Humphreys nudge nudge wink wink. Um, and I think that was to. I'm not sure what that was to. Um, anyway, I should probably look at these more when they come in. So, uh, <laughs> so all right, there we go. Ooh, Holy that's cow. sweet, dude! So this that is great. the this is uh, Thomas yeah. Hedgling's wow. uh, yeah. cover. 
They didn't know Tom could think. Thomas, the other Thomas, wanted it. He he had some ideas of how he wanted it uh, colored. So I went ahead and uh, and inked everything on different layers so that our our, our uh, oh. Sid can color it a, a particular way. But I'm almost done. I've been working on this since about lunch, trying to finish it. Wow. Looks awesome. Look at that. Looks really nice. Gorgeous. Gorgeous. Really nice. Yeah, Tom, I mean, Thomas, Thomas Hedgelin is the penciler. Uh, yeah. And this is for Trump. So, yeah. Gorgeous. Is this the cover? Uh, is it is one of them. One of, <laughs> one of them. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Great. Yeah. Tommy, you said you were in direct communication with him about the color scheme that he was kind of looking for. Is that is that something that, that happens? fairly often in your collaborations or is that something unique to this? It's the first time I've heard, I've kind of heard that, that kind of detail. Now, Thomas wanted the, the other Thomas, let's see too, too, too many Thomases now. <laughs> now he, he had an idea where he wanted the background characters uh, done. Uh, the, the uh, hold on. If I can figure out which ones to turn on and turn off. Here. Not that one. Oop, those, those guys. There you go. That stuff back there in the background. He wanted them to be uh, with a color hold, you know, so it would sink to the background. And then he wanted the mm. the the main guy to pop out, and he wanted a a white border. So I inked the I did it two separate ways, so the colorist can decide if she wants to put a white ink line mm. around it. You can kind of see that white right. line I put mm -hmm. around it. Yeah. So she can uh, do it however she wants. Oh. I was just making it. See, it's so much easier yeah. when you're doing it this way. Yeah. And um, so I just went ahead and inked it all separate. And then, of course, I did this little power blast thing. So that way she can do something. So nice. that, you know, just made it try to, you know, I've got to ink it. So why not do it on a different layer? So that way she yeah. doesn't have to sit there and save her pull it all out and save it, you know, make yeah, it that's easier. Really to do. That's fantastic. And then, then you got all of the, then I saved those guys separate because that's, I figured that's kind of another layer of, Color, yeah. the other guys cool. and so so really all i got left on this to do is the spaceship over here and then i'm then i'm done and see this i think this is one of the advantages you get digital right you you, you can do that and this is this was another one of those that kind of what we talked about earlier this is another one of those time-saving things like you said you're inking it anyway so yeah. why not just ink it on a layer so that when sid goes to color it it's already sure. she she doesn't have to Break everything down and yeah, it it just, it yeah. just it's easier for her to grab and, yeah. and do whatever she wants to with it. Because uh, I got to ink it anyway, so it yeah. Matter. I'm going to uh, I'm going to share something. See if I can share. I mean, we may have the max here because uh, I want to show show the thing that. Uh, well, I'm going to share the entire screen. Um, Let me find something funner to ink than a spaceship. Let me find. So you have the key on CDs now. Can I? Nice. Mind if I unshare? Yeah, my yeah, you, you, yeah. You can, you can do that, Roberta. All right, thank yeah. you. So, so you're talking about layers, right? So you look at this Trump's cover on uh, on the left here. So these are two covers to that. So we'll, we'll promote the Kickstarter while we're at it, right? These are two uh, uh, covers for the up, upcoming uh, Kickstarter. But if you look, the logo here falls below, uh, falls underneath the two power spear, like the spear right. here and the axe. Yeah. And so uh, what happened is I knew that um, when Sid was going to color it, I just said, hey, look, when you color it, if you will, um, put these on a separate layer so that I can basically just drop the logo in behind uh, the weapons. As she did, 
and it was just as easy. Make it easy. And, yeah, made it easy. And so I didn't have to go in there and literally try to mask all of those little mm-hmm. pieces in Photoshop, which mm-hmm. would have been, which I could have done, right? But it would have been a pain in the royal patootie. Kind of uh, like what I had to do today with the other cover where I had to go through and yes. cut out all that. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so anyway, yeah, it's uh, when you know that, then it, it you know, it, it kind of helps. Uh, mm-hmm. find me back uh, so, yeah. So I think those are the things that, it, but it's all about communication. And, and I'll address your uh, question a little bit, Curtis. Um, I, I think the answer to that is sometimes yes and sometimes no. Uh, sometimes oh, I'm sorry, pro- did I not answer the question? I'm, I apologize. A <laughs> <laughs> little bit. <laughs> yeah, you, you, you did. Um, but I, I think sometimes it, 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 it some pencilers, they'll pencil, you know, 50 pages and they're like, oh, on this page, it's what I want. So they'll make a little note, right? Um, and then that has to be carried over to the inker and then to the colorist, right? So sometimes it absolutely does happen. I remember uh, back at Malibu Curtis. Um, it wasn't unusual to have the uh, inker request color holds for the, the power. I did it all the time. Yeah. Y'all, y'all didn't usually yeah. do it. But I, I, <laughs> I tried well, to put notes in and stuff. Well, some of that had – had okay, so, so – It's a timeline. A time. It is. It's a time. Some of it, uh, some of it, Tommy, had to do with we don't have time to do all of this, right? But oh, now but now because, because it's all digital, it makes it far easier. Right. Yeah, I remember those acetate layers they used to put over yeah. the ink. You know, oh, you know, yeah, yeah. Tommy did that. Oh, you know, you right. line it up. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And then you'd have to put the thing on. I think the stuff on a different layer. You know, on the on. It's kind of like what we do the layers here. Yeah, I would do it on the acetate stuff. Just to, yep. Here, can you put make this a color? And then you would just slap it down on there anyway. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> I just wasted a dollar worth of this paper. You guys didn't even use it. <laughs> so, so uh, I want to jump back to uh, back to kind of the topic here. Er, and to, to clarify, Eric Dotson's uh, he was he was uh, referencing Ink and Aaron. So, uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, so you just never know. Uh, so, so one of the questions I had here, you know, uh, going talk back to talking about juggling. How do you juggle? How do you manage your your time with work and and family and stuff like that? Uh, what are the biggest distractions for you to make this happen? I thought you said you had it perfected and you were just going to skip oh. this. Oh, oh no. Th- did I read that wrong? <laughs> <laughs> no, just kidding. Oh, no. 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 It's, it, I mean, I, it's day to day, right? I mean, it's yeah. like it's just trying to fi- figure it all out. It helps me doing something independent or doing it for yourself, right? Because the only person breathing down my neck is myself, but yeah, everybody else is on kind of tighter deadlines. I'd be curious to hear how they manage it. John, you say work's the biggest uh, distraction for you. Huh? Right. Yeah. Day job. Well, but what about you, man? Life. <laughs> Life is a distraction. <laughs> yeah, like so 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 let, let me ask you since you're you're i mean this is all kind of still kind of new with you so it is being a part of if you were doing this let's just say you were doing this just you whether you were you were there drawing uh is being a part of this community uh does that help keep you motivated and inspired and, and help some of the distractions it, it does uh being part of silver line helps you know Interacting with everybody um, interacts a lot. Um, 
I've actually grown a lot since I've been. Well, inspiration, off. yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, I'm actually letting pages go. <laughs> I used to sit and I had to work on a page and work on a page and work on a page and work on a page. You know, and mm. it made me crazy late, especially with everything going on. Yeah. But now I'm letting them go. Good. So, you know, well, they're looking good, man. Yeah. I, I print everything out and I'm actually like, ooh, this is a, it's looking like a good book. <laughs> yeah, it is. I got, you know, everything all printed out, so I kind of keep track of it myself. Okay. Like, yeah. Looks really good. It does look good. Let me see if I can pop up some pages here. Uh, anybody else been having a problem with Dropbox lately? I'm having problems getting mine to sync, I think. I'm getting, I'm not losing material, so, you know, but I'm having problems getting it to sync my, I can check it online or I can uh, yeah. check it on my folders. And it's not sinking, and I don't know. I don't know why that. Why that's the case? Um, Are you out of space? No, I got tons of space. <laughs> yeah, that's the that's the thing. Is like I got I got all kind of space. I think some of the motivation for like for for me being here, like you know for Wubba, uh doing this would be like just the excitement of showing your stuff to the group. I mean, there's actually people who are looking forward to seeing this beyond the customers. It's just people that you can show and other people in the group like, oh, that's awesome or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah, you get that immediate feedback. Yeah, it's really fun having, you know, other, you know, not just people in the group, but, you know, really established pros like, you know, Barb and, and mm -hmm. Roland and everything saying, hey, that looks really good, you know. Yeah. We just uh, scroll through some of the pages here. Oh, that is. Oh, that's looking great. Oh, that's awesome. so good. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Wow. Oh, I, I like the liveliness of your speed lines. Yeah. It reminds me of like, yeah. like old manga, like classic manga. I love it. Yeah, I was, I was yeah. figured from my style where someone. Was I don't really like that shot right I like there. The cat. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> he he pulled a peek. He skipped uh, the double page spread at first. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm going to get it. I'm going to get it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but I gave you some good uh, inspirational pages, didn't I? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, yeah. yeah I, I, oh, think I, love, I love that one of Kunoichi. That's great. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. See, I look at my stuff and I'm like, oh, that's so 90s. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but that's like yeah. so awesome. Yeah. That's 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 so awesome. Yeah. There's a lot of people yeah. I know. Who like all that '90s stuff? Still, you know, it's not. It's you know. it's, it's fun mm -hmm. and it's energetic, but at the same time, I have like other people tell me, "Oh, that looks so dated." I'm like, oh, man. but it's so fun. Yeah, I, you know, I, 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 yeah, I don't think it looks dated. I no. think it looks good. It's storytelling. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, the storytelling looks really good. Or whatever. Yeah. I was following along what was going on. I mean, yeah. pretty much like the fight and then picking up, carrying it, trying to get to the safety and stuff. I mean. Hey, like I said, if, yeah. I mean, if I just were the flash in it, if I'm able to tell it, then yeah, yeah then that's working and immediately. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, I, I draw really weird stuff, man. So if your stuff looks dated, but a lot of times I draw my stuff, I have professionals look at my stuff and they didn't know what to make of it. Like there's some sort of feature <laughs> thing here with some sort of, I don't know what he's doing. So, <laughs> but yeah. I, I, know yeah. My, I know it's with my stuff that I have two completely different styles. I have my penciling style, which is really 90s, and then I have my, my inking, penciling my own stuff, mm -hmm. which is just 
where all my influences are all mixed together because you know you get the mm-hmm. same teeth yeah. and sharp and all that weird stuff he's be into. So yeah. yeah. Well and that's the way I think that's the way influences are supposed to work. Uh, you, you don't want to. You don't want to be. Oh, the guy that draws like John Byrne, right? right. Uh, but, but but you know, I, I like to say you take your influences and put them in a bucket, right? It's it's stir the bucket up, and then you pull out your style. Yeah. You know. Uh, and yeah, so you could say, oh, well, I, I'm, I'm, you know, this influ- you know, this part of John Byrne influenced me. This part of Neil Adams influenced me. Whatever. But you're not a, you know, a Neil Adams. You know, you're not aping Neil Adams. You're you're influenced yeah. by by different pieces. And I don't think there's anything wrong with that. No. A lot of times I look at my influences when I start to draw, I would try to put the books away. So I tried to draw from what I just saw, and then it would mix in my own mm-hmm. mental like processes and images, and then it would be like a combination of the two. That way I didn't feel like I was directly copying something, but it was like, okay, I'm influenced by that, and then and then I would do that. Um, put that away and go. Because you see lots of people, like when Joe Mad came out, I mean, there's yeah. like, I mean, oh, there were like so many people who drew like him. I'm like to the point where I'm like, this is kind of ridiculous. Jim Lee is the same way. Tons of people drew like Jim Lee when he became popular. That I, I grown so hard during those two time periods with the Mad and with Jim Lee. Yeah, I think that's what actually pushed me towards like Jay Lee and Sam Keith and stuff because mm-hmm. they were different. They're the ones that weren't doing Jim Lee. Yeah, especially Jay Lee, and he does just covers now. I think I don't think he does yeah. interiors. Yeah, uh, he. I think the last interiors he did was like Batman, Superman. Was it really? Yeah. I always thought he'd be really good. He did some horror stuff, but I always saw him much more in horror comics. But I, he always kind of tended. Oh, when he did the uh, the Dark Tower. That's right. That's what I liked his stuff on. Yeah, when I read stuff, it was all fantastic. See, I, I never, I never got into like the later J. Lee stuff. I like all that weird hardcore. Sakevich inspired stuff like Neymar. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, he's definitely a unique artist. I, I still think that, like I said, there's still some artists I find that, you know, like I, I've said this many a time, like Mike Magnola, when I first saw him in Superheroes, I'm like, I don't like this guy. This guy sucks. Then he did Gotham by Gaslight, and I'm like, that really works. And then he did Hellboy, and I'm like, okay, now I'm seeing his strings. Mm. And, uh, and there's some artists that I'm like, because most of the default is like, well, you know, draw superheroes, but not every artist style suited their superheroes. And yeah. you see artists like Magnola or Jay Lee branch off the other genres, like, okay, now that's cool. Now you're doing some really cool stuff that fits you. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think there's room in the industry for, I mean, I like superheroes, but yeah. I, I think there's I think there's room in the industry for a lot of stuff that's not superhero. You know, I'm surprised I don't see uh, many, I see some horror comics, but not as much. I yeah, guess they're coming back. Are they? Yeah. yeah. I'm seeing advertisements for a lot of them. That's yeah. Cool. A lot of the I guess Walking Dead. Is that horror? I guess it's kind of drama horror. Yeah. That's, yeah. I, I call it horror. Yeah. Walking Dead. Antarctic Press has done a few uh, horror comics <laughs> lately. Are they really? Yeah. Yeah, because I like it. I'm always still amazed when I hear Antarctic Press is still around. I'm like, those guys are still doing stuff. Yeah, Ben <laughs> <laughs> so, Dunn's been around for a long time. Oh yeah, he's been. Oh yeah, yeah. God, I think since I got into comics, Antarctic Press was in the background, and they've never. And the company's always been there. They've never really like exploded. They just kind of kept their like kept their spot in the industry, which is yeah. great for them. Yeah. And stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, they were steady, and that was it. Is even, that was even, it, yeah. Mm-hmm. 
even when the the times were harsh, they were they were just steady steady moving forward. Yeah, they used to do all that manga. They don't do as much of that manga stuff anymore. No, I think they. I think I saw. Aren't they running a crowdfunder right now for a bunch of gold digger? I think they are. I think they're yeah. reprinting some old stuff. Yeah, stuff. yeah. I think so. Uh, but yeah, I'm sorry. I'm just watching. This is the Tommy. I'm digging Tommy. his big old yeah. fat lines that are on his <laughs> forearm. Like I'm studying this forearm, and I'm like, those lines are fat. Yeah. <laughs> I, you know what? I, I remember. I remember talking with Tommy a long time ago, talking about uh, fat lines. You know, and, and some of this comes from you know. Uh, looking at a lot of Jack Kirby stuff, and I can remember sitting down uh, Johnson Avenue with Tommy and like, dude, don't be afraid of a fat line. <laughs> you <remember that? laughs> don't be afraid. Make that thing fat. It's like you've got a hand right out there. Make it a give. Make it a fat line. No, I mean I you gotta you gotta build a different level, you know, foreground yep. background. But you know, so after mm-hmm. I finish inking it, then I'll go back in and I'll thicken up whatever I need to thicken up and. You know, like this main figure, he needs to be uh-huh. a lot thicker. I need to thicken up these arms a little bit, and and it's it's uh, so yeah. I'll come back in and and and, and pop it a little more before. I actually, I remember when they tried to give me a critique, and he's like, "No comics have thick, big old thick lines on it when you're inking it." And I'm like, "What? What? Of course they do. I yes, got a, they do. I got a Dan Jurgens." Superman page sitting in my uh, over over my desk, and he's got some seriously fat lines on it. Like, <laughs> really? that's back, that's when he was penciling and inking his stuff. Yep. And yep. I'm like, Jesus, whoa, no fat lines? Are you well, crazy? You know, you don't you don't want them to be one one of the. And we, you know, we would see this a lot. Uh, you know, Curtis, you probably remember this. We see it a lot editorially. Is it? A lot of inkers don't know how to vary. They they they're like inking with a, a pen, and there's no there's no line weight variation. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, it looks like a coloring book. You know, mm-hmm. if you, if you're going to ink with a pen, it looks like a coloring book, and well, that's you know, not. It's, it's as, just a different style. You know, sometimes that that you know is required in there. But you know, for this this traditionally kind of comic booky yeah. kind of stuff, you've got the thick and thins in yeah. there. Well, you're you need to it pull to the weight depth. down to the light. Yeah. Except then it's where you want the attention to focus on, yeah. right? And I, th- I think that's the thing is I think that one of the, the negatives from the 90s period, which I love so much, is that it's that when the people that didn't understand it was detail for deal, detail, yes. right? Just throw as much details as possible. Well, the eye doesn't know what to track, right? Like, right yeah. what, is the, what is the shop? What are you trying to sell in that shop? You know, and if I get lost on this coffee cup that has so much cross hatching, yeah, that it looks like it's, it's a steel plate engraving, and I'm not looking at the guys fighting in the background. Yeah, something's wrong, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I think that saves some of my stuff from those pages that you're showing. Is that I use really thin lines and really thick lines. Mm-hmm. So at least the pages always read, even if I don't like the pencils on my stuff. At least they read. So yeah, <laughs> yeah they do. Yeah. yeah, they're looking great. So, um. All right. So, last question I have, unless uh, unless I get any more from the, the stream, uh, Eric Dotson said, "Ben Warrior, Ben Dunn's Warrior Nun is a Netflix show now. Silverline is yeah. next. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I, I, uh, have you guys seen Warrior Nun? Yeah. No, yeah. Oh, okay. 
Yeah, yeah, it's a it's a good show. You guys should watch it if if you haven't. Uh, I I recommend it. We watched the the whole first season already, and and uh, well, yeah, it, it's it's uh it's it's well worth watching. I, I watched the I watched the whole the whole first season. Love the first half. Did not like the second half. Yeah, first season. I was like, eh. <laughs> they just put up with the second season of the boys, and I or they're putting it up, and I got to watch that. I can't keep up with the amount of stuff that comes out. Yeah, you ask me, I'm like, I'm like, if you ask me, like, did you watch something that came out five months ago? That's probably an affirmative. Come out now? No, <laughs> it, I'll get to it. <laughs> but uh, you Wait, know, what? I think this is, I, I think this is part of the binge culture we live in. Though, yeah. is that you know, people are still, people still yeah, yeah, they're still binging, and so it's like, ah, oh, you know, I, I don't, I haven't watched a thing that just dropped, and unless you're a real, really rabid fan, and then you're yeah. gonna go see it immediately oh it's uh, amazing i'm still in the old uh i watched two episodes of something a night or an episode that's still a little much i mean i'm back in the you know when you watch something every thursday at six o'clock you know so that sort of stuff right yeah, yeah. Then, you know, still, i'm still getting used to the idea that people were like yeah i'll consume all 20 episodes in a day or two and i'm like wait what i know so, I, yeah. well I, I still can't consume like that i i, yeah, just, I can't yeah, do that we, we watched I'm the, everybody i'm still trying to like actually watch the old bike show that was on history oh yeah yeah <laughs> um, we watched, today uh during lunch we watched um the new legends of monkey or something like that on, on netflix mm. how is but, that i haven't seen it i you know the first, it, you know there, there was some cheese in it but it was cheese that uh-huh. i liked you know uh-huh. uh there was a there was a moment when the you know the, the bad guy was shooting little uh he was shooting little thing. I can't remember if he was using his pinky in his thumbs or a dipco in it. Uh, but but there, it looked when I first saw him, it looked like he was shooting them out of his pinky. <laughs> I'm like, what is he doing? And then and then he tried to shoot and it didn't work. And he went. <laughs> there was some cheese in it, but but it was funny and I liked it. Uh, the first the first episode I enjoyed. Um, I, we've only seen the one, you know, but we'll we'll probably watch another one. So did you know the, the original stories about how a, a whole sect of uh, Buddhism came to China is what the mm-hmm. original Monkey King um, story is about. It's I did like, not know uh, that's what it was about. No. Yeah. It's about, it's about this. Uh, there was this real life monk uh, that was passing these scriptures. It's called Journey to the West because he's taking the scriptures from India and bringing them to China and bringing that sect of Buddhism there. And then they decided just to kind of keep adding on to this true story. Okay. Well, he has this monkey that follows him and pig and all these characters. And then it became a, uh, the Monkey King saga, and then later on, it got adapted as Dragon Ball. You know, yeah, wow. that's what I was going to say. Like, like now yeah. people notice Dragon Ball. Yeah, oh wow. yeah, and, and Dragon the cool Ball thing Z is like, very mm, Dragon Ball. Yeah, yes, the, Dragon Ball Z is a little. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, I was watching Dragon Ball with my wife for the first time because I was showing it to her, and I'm trying to get her hooked in. I told you I got I got her into the Flash, and she knows yeah. the difference between Flash and Flash Gordon. So that's like <laughs> the first step, right? Yeah. The next step is getting into Dragon Ball, and I knew I got it because we were watching one episode, and all the characters say goodbye, and she goes, are we going to see them again? And I was like, yes, I got it. <laughs> Good stuff. Well, since we brought up Monkey King thing, uh, I am really, really waiting. I can't wait for that game that's coming Oh, out. my gosh, they right? Oh, yeah, it looks insane. Insanely good. Yeah. Yeah, it's gorgeous. If you guys haven't seen it, is it called Monkey King or what is it? Let me look it, it up. I know what it's called. They just had some on IGN. It's it's got it's, something about the Monkey King in. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's a, like it, it, I think it actually stars the Monkey King. What is the name of that game? It does. He like you're able to like shape shift and all kinds of stuff. It looks it's called like. Black Myth Wukong. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. 
And that game came out of nowhere. I mean, I was like, wait, what's this? And, and watch a trailer, and it's like, surprise, look what we've been doing. And I'm like, yeah. wow, that looks amazing. Yeah, uh, it's like a no-name video game company, too, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, it's, I, I don't know, somebody from China, but yeah, I don't know if it's like a bunch of students or a bunch of pros that got together. I don't know. Yeah, I've never heard of the company, but that game looked like it was giving some high AAA studios a run for their money. And I'm like, oh, okay, yeah. So, yeah, but that was, because I didn't even know what it was. Yeah, yeah, gorgeous. Yeah, because uh, said it, uh, the game looks amazing too. So, yeah. Uh, all right, so I, I got one last question here um, mm -hmm. about uh, you know juggling all the stuff. Uh, just ask you your biggest distractions. What's the biggest challenge for uh, to, to to juggle making comics, keeping your day job happy, and keeping your family happy, and. Uh, all that kind of stuff. Biggest challenge. Time management. <laughs> Time management. Okay. Time management. Time management. I think we went over that one already. Yeah. 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 That's, that's yeah. The hardest part. The, the, the clock is your enemy. I always think the hardest thing is keeping the main thing the main thing. That's the hardest <laughs> thing. Yeah. 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 Look, squirrel. And this damn this damn cell phone, I swear to God, like as soon as you know, oh I got a I got a like on this thing. Let me take a look at that. Oh, there's a funny cat video. Oh, that was an hour, that, that was an hour I could have spent drawing. Yeah. yeah. Guess what? Tommy can verify this. I don't have that problem. Yeah. No, yeah. It's, it's, it's hard, man. hard as hell to get you on the phone. <laughs> he doesn't have a phone. What are we talking? Yeah, but I answer. I answer emails really good. So yeah, you do. Uh, yeah, mm -hmm. so that that's my e email. Uh, tends to be my distraction. I hear, a, oh look, I got a new email. Who's saying what? It's important. <laughs> that I need to know. You know. <laughs> uh, uh, well, so if you had advice, then. Um, because uh, he asked if we'd do it all over again, but if you had advice uh, to give somebody uh, about juggling all this stuff, what would you tell them? If you really want to do it, you'll find a way. Yeah, I, I, I yeah. agree with that. Stick with I, it. Stick with it. Cloning. That's part. That's part of the biggest things that motivates you is when you realize something is really worth it. You start mm -hmm. working on it, and then. You can't wait to get back to it. That's when you know that's the right thing. Yeah, yeah. I would say slow and steady. I mean, there's been many a time when I would could work my stuff like an hour, or I'd be like, I'm going to finish one panel a day. Doesn't seem like much, but at the end of the week, you got a page done. It's better than nothing. Yeah. I'd say be prepared for the the goalposts to keep moving. That's something that I have to constantly remind myself. I put these expectations that I'm going to get this done at this time, or this is all it's going to take. And I get that far, and then the goal moves further, and the goal moves further, and the goal moves further. Right? Yeah. And I mean, it's like it's like this life lesson I'm trying to keep reminding myself is you know, well, I'm the one got to be prepared. I knew it was somebody. <laughs> yeah. I just listened. <laughs> You know, I, I, I've got a different way. All those things you guys are saying are, are great, but one one thing for me that I think's really helped me throughout the years is, unless you just have to, don't burn any bridges. Mm, yes. You know what I mean? Because yeah. you know uh, there there was the 
there was a there was a time I don't know if I can say back when when I was working for one company mm-hmm. and another company and and I was like well this one company is just not doing very well I'm going to jump to another one and then all of a sudden the one you were going to jump to just no more work and it's like oh I'm sure glad I didn't say anything rude or bad or anything and, and then you realize that there was some you know it wasn't anybody that you knew the editor's problems or anything. There was some behind the scenes stuff going on mm-hmm. and you're like, Oh, I'm so glad I didn't say anything. Yeah. You know, just don't get aggravated at, at some folks unless you just have to. I mean, there's sometimes right. you yeah. just got to say I'm done and then move on to something else. But uh, you know, really in this industry, don't burn any bridges because right. you know, because you're going to need those guys at some point or another. That, that true. And don't get dismayed by setbacks. I'm the, I'm the king of every time I get on the wine service. I get, you know, oh, I get a new company within a month later. So the company's like, yeah, we're, we're closing shop. Or we're just like in the yeah. tour, like always getting the last vestige or something. But you don't get this made. You just run to the next opportunity. You always keep looking out. And I think that would go in line with what you're talking about, mm-hmm. about not burning bridges, that sort of thing. You know, um, don't, you know, something's not working out for you. Uh, just kind of keep at it until like I'm, I'm just to the point now like i'll keep showing up and doing stuff until you actually close the door and kick me out <laughs> you're right Curtis. Not- that's the way we get him to stop coming yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think the, thing, the, the thing too is once you quote unquote arrive just understand that that's just part of the journey you'll never oh, yeah. no nobody nobody's big enough or successful enough to be a jerk or to take it for granted and and that that fan that you meet at that convention or the intern or whatever that could be the person 10 years from now that's your boss when you try right. to apply that's to another right. company. exactly you yeah. know so 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 never never take never just take your success for granted i think we, i've seen that so many times with mm-hmm. so many people it's crazy yeah yeah i think i would say uh even when it seems like things are far away and hard or you're not sure you're going to be able to get it done, still fight through it because you find out that you were and you were just being your own worst critic. Yeah. And don't well, yeah. judge your work compared to everybody else's. Oh, yes. I told many it's artists. All, all you're going to do is set yourself back. Yeah, that yeah, it's yeah. tough, tough. Yeah, you always look at every. I think every artist um, looks at other artists, thinks, "Christ, how the hell do they do that?" Yeah, yeah. Uh, and you're, I think you're going to be doing that. If you want to be an artist, you're going to be doing that the rest of your life. Yeah, you're always learning. you're always learning how to how to do things better and faster, and and you know, learn from everybody. Don't yeah. don't think that you're. I know we're not supposed to cuss. Don't think your shit don't stink. You know, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> if you're not you learning, know. you're dead. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think it's a, a very big deal if you can see your own mistakes. So, you know, yeah. you're a better person already, better artist already. Yeah. Well, it's funny because I yeah. meet all these new artists and they always think, oh, my art sucks. And I always tell them, every artist thinks their stuff sucks. Yeah. Okay. That's just the universal rule because we're always trying to get better or have inspiration <laughs> to want to match. Well, well there's always somebody more. better, right? Yeah. You know? yeah. So it doesn't matter. You just keep, just keep doing your stuff, get yeah. better. And, uh, yeah. 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 Instead, of, instead yeah. of looking at somebody else's artwork and be like, man, I'm never going to get there. That's so good. I can't get there. You know, look at it and go, okay, so this is what I need to learn how to do. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. You, you know, well, uh, and Matt, 
Go ahead, Curtis. <laughs> well, just imagine. I mean, if, if you were quote unquote the best, right? What a horrible life would that be? I mean, yeah, nobody right. would inspire you anymore. There would be yeah. nothing to look forward to, you know. And I think that's when you see people jaded when they actually believe they're the best or they or they're something yeah. special. You know, they're not happy. They don't enjoy what they do anymore. So yeah. I don't. I don't want to be the best. Maybe the second best or third best. The second best. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, I'll, I'll bring up an artist here. Uh, every, does everybody know who Monty Michael Moore is? Yeah. yeah. Okay. He's he's worked from on everything from Magic Gathering to Dungeons and Dragons to Lady Death. I mean, I don't think there isn't anything he hasn't touched art in the, a medium. Uh, he is fantasy artist, comic book artist. He is always learning something new, a new media, something. Even at, he's been in the business. Actually, I think he's been in the business longer than you, Tommy. <laughs> <laughs> is that possible? Yeah. Man, he's I, old. But he's know. been doing it. Are we, are we talking like about just, Barb? 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 <laughs> <laughs> I, think, I think he's been in the business like 40, 50 years. So, yeah. and... He just taught himself, I know, a couple of years ago, watercolor. Nice. You know, so he's had all this time in the game, and he's taught himself something new. Something new, yep. So and if somebody like that, that established as an artist in the industry, can still go out and learn something new, then there's no reason for anybody who isn't established at all not to learn something. Yeah, yeah, mm -hmm. I agree. Hey Phil, Phil Leon says hi. Hey there, Phil. Um, mm -hmm. I think uh, I think if I were to say something, I think I would say uh, first first and foremost, finish. Right uh, when you when you do something, finish it. Uh, the industry is so small that if you can't finish, um, that will follow you around. Mm -hmm. uh, the, the second mm -hmm. thing is uh, don't be afraid to take on projects that you're like uh, I don't love this project. You know, if you like it, that's okay, right? Uh, not every project is going to be a watchman. Um, not every project is going to be. Uh, 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 oh, trying to think of something, um, something really popular today. Uh, the Walking Dead, right? Yeah. So not not every project is going to be that. There, there's a lot of other projects out there that are still good projects. So so don't be afraid to to commit and do something that may not be quote unquote the ultimate project for you right um, do you'll it. still Get, learn something yeah. from you'll still learn something you 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 mm -hmm. always want to be increasing your body of work uh, you know if it's taking you you know if it's taking you a year to do a, a 22 page comic it's probably something you're probably <laughs> not good doing a very good job of this balancing thing right? Uh, that's just that's just a little bit uh, too long. Uh, I mean, you know, Tommy, scum of the earth, right? Mm -hmm. You know, me, I got she devils on wheels. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, th these are things that you know. When I was still trying to break in, I'm like, uh, you know, she devils on wheels. I mean, did you just call me scum of the earth? <laughs> <laughs> that's what I thought you said. I know. That's I kind of. I was trying to toss him up a softball, and he whiffed. Yeah, I know. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know, Tommy. You know, I mean, one of your first inking jobs first, was but, yeah, yeah, it was 
a book, a book called, called Scum of the Earth. Scum of the Earth. <laughs> <laughs> right. uh, you know, one, and I still one, got a bunch of them downstairs in my garage. I didn't know Tommy did family comics. <laughs> one, of my, <laughs> yeah, one of my early books was uh, uh, an adaptation of a really horrible, terrible 1968 movie called She Devils on Wheels. Um, but, you know, I, I, the thing about it is I wasn't afraid to do it, and the publisher and the editor recognized that. Okay, if you're willing to do this work, which we want done, right. well, then what are you going to do next? And, you know, Miss Fury came about it as a result of that, you know? So so I, I had this project that, yeah, I don't know. I, I, it's, it's not one of these that makes my resume, right? I don't tell people that I did an adaptation of, of She Devils on Wheels, but I do tell them that I did, you know, a, a, a Miss Fury miniseries. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, that, so that would be my my. I think my advice is don't be afraid to take on something, but do it. Do it and well, finish especially it. Especially if and you're not move, doing, move yeah, if you're not doing anything else, might yeah. as well do, do it. And get yeah. the get the title, you know, get the work done. Hopefully, you make a couple of bucks at it, and uh, well, or you know, maybe not. But fortunately, you know, we just live do it anyway. Day. If you're not doing anything else, why not do it? Right. Fortunately, we live in a day and age where we got uh, you know a, a kablam that you can make yeah. a comic and you can go print it. Uh, it's a lot different than than you know twenty years ago, where you had a minimum print run of three thousand books, and they're uh, sitting in your garage. Like I still got some down there now. Yep, I threw. I when we moved from Oxford to here, uh, I threw three of the, those great big uh, living room boxes full of, of old black and white comics away. Yeah, yeah. I think a friend of mine named uh, Lynn Workman had uh, he did a comic called Bushido 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 Tales, and he had tons of he a couple of years ago to uh, for free comic book day he just dropped off stacks at the local shops around <laughs> here like yeah. here give these away I'm tired of looking at them. <laughs> that scum of the earth book that uh, Roland was talking about that Malibu ended up it was aerosol part of Malibu they yeah. ended up. Uh, uh, cleaning their warehouse out, and they sent me. I don't know why they printed so many, but they printed me like they sent me like a couple of thousand of them at the end because they could, they weren't selling. And I would just take them to shows, and then you know I'd bring a stack of fifty to a show, and then when I when I left, I just leave them. Because <laughs> you know I, I had another thousand. We'll put them out on the, the table, right? That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Desk at the hotel. Here you go. So many of them. You know, I had to, so many of those books, but to, slip them in the bags, the convention bags, right? Yeah, here, here. You get a <laughs> walking by, just go. Yeah, take a book. I don't want your your book. Take it. Yeah. I don't want any more. See, says I'm grateful that I can print a comic easily. Thanks, Kablam. Yeah, well, you're more than welcome. Yeah. Kaboom, kaboom. That's right. Kaboom. Yeah. So, uh, all right. Well, anything else, guys? I got 1110. We started a little bit late, but we're, we're approaching uh, two hours here. You guys have anything else to say about the juggling home and work? And no? Just keep it fun. Keep it fun. You got to make Peter, it fun. what'd you say? Good luck. Good luck. Yeah, yeah, good, good luck. luck. <laughs> yeah, keep it fun. I agree. I, I think that's the especially when you're you're just breaking in and everything. You got to try to keep it fun. Yeah. Remember when you draw the pentagram, it goes from here. <laughs> yeah. Make sure you don't flip it the other way because it's not a yeah. pentagram at that time. It's just, it becomes Star David then, doesn't it, or something like yeah, that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And if they don't support you, you don't need that negativity in your life. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, definitely. Yeah. 
Well, and and and, and I'll also say, um, you know, surround yourself with other people who uh, surround yourself with like-minded people. Um, you know, yeah. uh, hang out, hang out with with your people. You know, uh, comic people. Uh, Cassisi said, "Thanks, guys. Have a good night. Thank you, Cassisi. We appreciate you. We appreciate all your questions. Whenever he shows up, we're in a time where we're all together." I think my last bit of advice is what I've I've had so many bumps in the road with this, you know, uh, staying indoors all the time, and you know how to balance your ever increasing home life. And one of the things I've noticed is that you can decide to work when you want to work now. So mm. you can match it to your creative side when you're at your peak. You can you can make that be the time you work. Yeah. And yeah. that's really great because I've had to get up way earlier than I've ever been able to be functional. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah you, know, you can set your own schedule. Yeah. yeah I work at night. That's so much better because I've I've had that, you know, production job where you just you're going to fight your own instincts of working when you don't want to. And you could do like 10 times the productivity when you're in the right spot in your day, in your mind. Especially when I would go do my job and you had to work eight hour days. And sometimes at the end of the week, I'm like, I'm done being creative or drawing. I'm all done with that now because my brain, I mean, (laughs) many times my boss would see me sitting there staring at the window. It's like, I pay you to work. I'm like, you paid me to be creative, and that's not on demand, dude. Yeah. I got to think of something. Staring at a yeah. computer screen is not helping me be creative. Yeah. So I need to walk around a little. Mm-hmm. Walk. I used to go for walks, tons of walks. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. That's when I do my most. When story writing, you know, that's when I do my most. I don't. I don't yeah. try to sit there. I know. I think Roland likes to sit at the machine while he's. But no, I. I like well, to be out running around and walking, and then all of a sudden, you yeah. know, just pop. Yeah. And, yeah. And try I, to remember it, and then go sit down. Yeah, I like to be on my my back porch where I can watch, uh, listen to birds, and watch the squirrels, and no no phones, no computers out there. Yeah, you know, I usually have my notepad out there with me. So, so is that what you mean, just an editor or just a writer? Uh, that's what I'm writing. Yeah, I I, I, <laughs> I, I can't uh, I can't be an editor out there. I, that's why I need my. Um, my editors when I need my all my football gear on and my boxing gloves. And- <laughs> uh, see, Michael said, "See Wednesday, Tommy. Maybe if we don't blow away, yeah, they got a they got yeah. another hurricane coming their way. Right. We sure do. Yeah. yeah." Thank you for listening to the Silverline Podcast. I hope you enjoyed the episode. We know we ramble sometimes, but we have fun. And after all, isn't that what comics are all about? We hope you'll follow us on all our social media. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, Twitch, LinkedIn, Reddit, MeWe, Gab, and whatever new thing pops up between now and the time you listen to us. Please like, follow, share, and remember, make mine Silverline.